tell me a little bit about well, how did they you know try to figure out that price for the different feature? Do you just ask people how much would you be willing to pay for that, or is that a crime? Is there a different way, a right way to do it? How how do you even talk about price with customers? Uh, that's a great question. So we we in chapter four of the book we. Uh, talk about you know several different ways of actually doing this uh, it's called having the willingness to pay talk early <laughs> um, and uh, I mean if you just go and ask someone what do you think this product should be priced at you probably get some garbage back because I mean you know at the end of the day um, probably your customers don't know what you need to price your product at because if you didn't know your customers probably didn't know either there are but there are ways to actually ask those questions in a in a intelligent manner that actually gives you insights on how much people are willing to pay. For instance, if you go and ask someone, "Do you like this feature?" They might say, "Yes, uh, I like it." Do you like it at twenty dollars? The whole conversation is different, right? If you didn't put price first of all in your sort of customer validation questions, uh, in your product uh, market fit questions, you're probably hearing what you want to hear. It's really about trying to get to product. Uh, you know, market and pricing fit. So even putting a price point in your conversation would actually give you a gauge on whether people are willing to pay or not. And if someone says, I won't, uh, well, for $20 this feature, that doesn't make sense. Then the most important question to follow up with is just ask the why question. You know, why do you say that? And you probably hear uh, a whole bunch of feedback that is useful for, you know, prioritizing which features to build and how to build the product in the first place. So even having pricing in your conversation, um, as counterintuitive as it is, is probably the best way to actually have those conversations. And, and the interesting thing is if you're having these conversations uh, really early on in your product development process, it's easy to have that conversation with the customer because they're not necessarily in a negotiation mindset and they're more objective in giving you feedback. Uh, so as counterintuitive as it is, it's actually easier to have the conversations early um, than even later per se, right? And then we also describe um, a couple of um, you know other ways um, of doing this. One of the interesting ways is to you know like put people in situations and ask them what what they would do. For instance, uh, for a uh, for a SaaS company um, that we recently worked with, uh, we gave their customers and uh, like you know a couple of options with different packages, different price points, and said in this situation, what would you do? And that is very real uh, a question to ask because that's what a customer actually does when encountered with your products. So when someone chooses an option, then we change um, uh, change those options and give them another situation with different sets of packages and you know different price points and ask the same question again. So what you're really asking people is how do they choose, uh, which is uh, which is a real life simulation of what they would actually do. But behind the scenes, what you're really trying to do is to tap into the mental models and rules that people are using and how they choose and then try to interpret which features or which price drove their decision right so there is a there are direct ways of asking the pricing questions and like a, the uh, and there's also indirect ways of asking those pricing questions uh, and we write a lot about this in chapter 4 of the book